Welcome to the Bread and Circuses Podcast, brought to you by Digital Pizza, where your hosts talk about anything they damn well please. So strap in while Rome burns and enjoy this shit show. Again, another episode of Bread and Circus Podcast. Are we up to 20 now? we got to be getting close. 19, I believe. Yeah, we had that one we trashed, too, though, So, because yeah. the sound was terrible. Um, well, anyway, I'm Rooster. Here's Crow. Hello, it's a pleasure to be here with you. Wow, see, that was professional and done well. <laughs> it was nice. I'm impressed. So, I wanted to, we got a couple things we want to get to, but the first one I want to talk about is this. Do you know this Mark Duplass guy? I've never heard of him. Uh, no. He's uh, an actor and director. So, I mean, we're both big fans of Ben Shapiro. I think I can speak for you on that, right? Yeah, I, I well, there's there are things about him that irritate me, but overall, I like the guy. There's things about everybody that irritate you. Yeah. You're just an irritable guy. Right, so, there's that. Uh, so, actor and film, I'm reading this from Variety, uh, real right-leaning magazine. Uh, actor and filmmaker Mark Duplass has apologized for initially praising the right-wing pundit and Daily Wire founder Ben Shapiro on Twitter and encouraging his followers to consider following Shapiro, stating that he was a, quote, disaster on many levels, unquote. I'm really sorry, Duplass tweeted the Thursday morning. I now understand that I need to be more diligent and careful. I'm working on that. I want to be clear that I in no way endorse hatred, racism, homophobia, xenophobia, or any other form of intolerance. Anyone who's listened to Ben Shapiro knows that that ain't Ben Shapiro. Well, that was the whole, the whole reason for the rioting when he, him and him Milo was supposed to go and he was supposed yeah. to go speak at colleges. They called him a racist and a Nazi, even though he's Jewish. So Duplass said... The tweet was meant to encourage unity, but admitted that, quote, sometimes I move too quickly when I get excited or fail to do enough research, unquote. Uh, the controversial tweet in question read, quote, follow uh, fellow liberal. If you are interested in a crossing uh, at all in crossing the aisle, you should consider following at Ben Shapiro. I don't agree with him on much, but he's a genuine person who once helped me for no other reason than to be nice. He doesn't bend the truth. His intentions are good. Unquote. Wow. Well, and then. What a terrible son of a bitch. It didn't take long for the mob, outrage mob, to make him change his tune. That tweet has since been deleted. Duplass said in his Thursday statement that he does not endorse any form of intolerance, but still believes in bipartisan bipartisan understanding and will continue to promote peace and decency. Uh, Duplass concluded uh, the statement by thanking those who reached out to him with a constructive criticism about the tweet. Constructive criticism. <laughs> I'm sure that's what that was. So Shapiro uh, responded to the controversy with his own tweet, sarcastically criticizing the backlash on Wednesday. Quote, good stuff, guys. Really showing that tolerance streak. <laughs> so he says, uh, today's leftist lesson on Twitter. Write a nice tweet about someone with whom you disagree politically and get labeled racist, sexist, homophobe. Good stuff, guys. Really showing that tolerance streak. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's what happens with these people on the left that step out of line. They they get um, the same treatment, and they get it, they get it even harsher because the, the the left they can't have dissidents within their ranks. They can't have anybody questioning them within their um, their bubble because that that 
that'll balloon into something that they can't have. So they go after people that they deem to be, you know, um, part of their tribe, part of their group. They go after them worse than anybody else if they step out of line because they need to bring them right back. And what it does is this guy is exactly his, what how he responds is exactly how they want, they they expect the response. They, they hit them hard. They, they shun them, they ostracize them, or they or they basically do the um, the outrage mob on their own guy. And the guy's like, oh, I wasn't expecting this. I, I'm not prepared for this. I don't even know what to do about this. And what he does, he just completely kowtows to it and goes, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, mea culpa. Well, first of all, show me the part where Ben Shapiro's been a racist. No, but that's what he see that that's what he was getting from the mob. They're like, oh, so you're so you're um, in league with the devil now, right? Well, guess what? You know how 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 we treat the devil? We punch Nazis, and if you're with him, we're punching you. And he's like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. And he'll back away, and he'll say, um, I'm with you. Yeah, he, you're right. He's a Nazi, even though he probably doesn't believe it. But he's like, I can't, I can't withstand this. My, I can't have my people coming after me. This is going to ruin me. Well, yeah. You, they ruin, they'll ruin anybody. And when you get a taste of the medicine, you think you'd step back and go, huh, maybe I was on the wrong side. But no, they don't. They just go, oh shit, I'm part of you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I really am. Don't hurt me anymore. Yeah. And basically the tweet was written out of like, look, here's a nice guy. We disagree on a lot of stuff, but he was nice to me when he didn't stand to gain anything out of it and what he doesn't understand is that you can't there's no there's no compromise anymore there's no hey well maybe we can find some maybe we can find some middle ground in somewhere somewhere you can't do that it's impossible yeah you're not allowed to with the left you can't do it with the left well you can see it what's going on with trump right now i mean i hate to bring everything to trump every episode of trump but i mean it's gonna happen he everything is such 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 overblown crazy screeching about everything he does where Trump admittedly had a bad press press conference after he met with Putin. Um, and the response to that should be, eh, he didn't look good in that one. He didn't. But that, that should be the response. The response should be, treason! Scream! <laughs> Flinging shit. I mean, that's, that's what they do. <laughs> Poo throwing. Yeah. So, so it's, it's a it's a it's a out of proportion, way out of bounds, uh, emotionally just out of whack. What these people are on the left, and they can't the reason is gone. It's like the reason is is um, it's way in the rearview mirror with these people. It's all about emotion and about validation of their feelings and um, and the what do you call the hierarchy of um, what is it uh, victimhood? That's well, all it is. You gotta have feels. Yeah. The feels. It got, it got me in the feels. No, I just, I think Ben Shapiro is a very reasonable guy. He tends to speak from factual information. He says, look, if you want to disagree with me, fine. Let's have this disagreement. When people show up at his at his speaking engagements and they say, hey, I don't agree with you, the first thing he says, well, thanks for coming out anyway. Yeah. Doesn't raise his voice. No, nope. uh, he wants to have that debate. He wants to talk about ideas. He wants to... You know, have this exchange of stuff. And, you know, heaven forbid he, like, be a nice guy to somebody. And, you know, so we're getting to the point where if somebody's on the side of the road and you pull over to help them fix their tire, they're going to say, are you Republican or Democrat? Yeah, really. You know? And the point is they won't care in that moment when you're helping them. But afterwards they'll go, I didn't know he was such a fucking asshole that helped me with my tire. If I would have known he was such a racist, sexist, homophobe, I'd have waited for AAA to show up. Well, did you hear about the, where, where was this? Was it Portland? 
can't remember, but it was a liberal city where, uh, you know, Gavin... Portland's a liberal city? <laughs> Gavin McGinnis has his group of uh, his fraternal order called the Proud Boys. Basically, it's kind of a... It's a joke. White nationalists. That's yeah. what they are. <laughs> Alt-right Nazis. They're KKK members with uh, their hoods but they're, off. They're based, what they call themselves is, is Western chauvinists, and they're not... Um, they basically uh, espouse the virtues of Western culture. They... A group of... Uh, any any race. Like I said. It's, but it's a, it's a men's group. No, right? like I said, it's KKK. Yeah. So anyways... The Proud Boys is what they're calling it. Part of that name is it's like a joke, and there's a history to that. But anyways, they're the guys a that show up. racist history. They show up at these, um, um, you know, um, street protests and stuff like that where the Antifa is going to be, and they resist the Antifa. You mean the Justice League? <laughs> the Super Justice League Warriors, yes. Yeah. And so you see a lot of these videos on YouTube where the Proud Boys will show up because they're really recognizable because they usually wear these polo shirts. Um, they're a certain brand. Kind of a high-end brand of polo shirts, and uh, like got, like polo. No, but like, they've got like yellow stripes in the sleeves and, and collar. It's like a Tommy Hilfiger stuff. It's even more expensive than his stuff. I don't know what's the name, but uh, they'll wear, so they have a look, and a lot of them will wear the MAGA hats too. So you'll see them. And they look the, like a bunch the latest of, video was. They're a bunch of frat boys, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. The latest video was an antifa with an asp. I think I brought this up where he he pulled out an asp and tried to hit a bigger guy um proud boy and an asp for those who don't know and everybody listening here probably knows is a extendable baton collapsible baton yeah extendable you say collapsible i say extendable yeah um so he he laid him out racist the proud boy laid out the antifa guy with one punch basically planked him and uh and probably brain damaged him as far as i can tell who knows but he had it coming um so anyways, they were at an uh, impromptu kind of meeting or got together at a bar. And um, they went in there and the word got out in social media that, that they're, oh, this bar is hosting Proud Boys, neo-Nazis. So uh, a bunch of these... They're not even neo-Nazis. They're just Nazis. A bunch of leftists showed up and went in and caused us, raised a stink. And, you know, there was a fight and the police got called and they everybody had to leave, right? So the... Next day, the bar had to do a whole bunch of um, uh, mea culpas and basically say, "No, no, we didn't invite them. They, they didn't. No, we hate neo Nazis. We, what, we, we were gonna, what we were gonna do is treat them like bikers and, and kill them with kindness, and then they get bored and leave. You know, they're just nonsense. The guy was like saying, "We're not with them. They're not with us. We don't, we don't want them in our bar. Please come back." Because the the social justice warriors and leftists were saying, "Hey, this bar hosted them. It was allowing them to have fun in there, and you can't have that." So it, that it, that's what it's come down to. It's you can't have any kind of any periphery association with anybody from um, a, not your political ideology. Which at this point, the left is socialist, communist, Marxist, whatever. They're the fascists. I remember the name of that designer you get into is the Heinrich Himmler collection. <laughs> Actually, the guy, the 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 fashion designer, uh, is obviously he's doing the same thing he's on the left and he's pissed off he's like oh, they don't represent me or my ideals I they have nothing to do with me and you know had to had to step up and distance himself from them it's but that's just that's how it is now so and you can't you can't even take money from anybody who associates with Trump or associates with uh, anything right of Mao or or uh, Che <laughs> you know and you're a Nazi, or if you, and think about the Proud Boys is they're they have all different races. They have um, blacks and Hispanics and Asians and whites. And at this bar, actually, it was funny because there's a video that got recorded where the bartender's like, "What are you talking? 
Racist? Nazis? What are you talking about? There's a black guy. There's a Mexican guy. What's going on here? I don't get it. And But, you know, finally he got cow, kowtowed to into going, oh, they shouldn't be here. They're racists. They're Nazis. Because he, he knows the power of that kind of a mob and what they can do. They can shut that business down. Yeah, there was a, there's a group that used to do that kind of stuff. They, in Germany back in the 30s. I can't remember who they were. <laughs> Just shut people down like that. Had a really good fashion sense. Wore a lot of leather and brown, yeah, brown yeah. and black. Yeah, they used uh-huh. to just shout people down and ostracize them, and then they just flat out got violent. Can't remember who they were. <laughs> Guys, right on the tip of my tongue. Can't remember. Well, now, now the social outrage and the uh, social justice warriors and the leftist mobs are—they're uh, realizing that people on the right, their message is getting out, and the more people that hear the message, get swayed. You know, you got this walk away movement. Hashtag walk away. And they're saying, well, it's not really people going towards the right. It's people just walking away from the Democrats. That's what this hashtag walkaway movement is. It's started by this gay guy that, um, for one reason or another, decided he's done with the Democrats. They've they fucked up enough with... Is that the guy out of Colorado? I can't remember where he's from, but he, uh, he started it. And uh, he started this hashtag and it kind of picked up speed it's a lot there's a lot of people and now the leftists are you know a lot of democrats saying well this is rush a russian bot scheme this walk away so he's he was encouraging people to actually do post video clips of themselves saying this is the reason i walked away and that that's blown up too. all these youtube video clips of people saying they're walking away but he's saying well it's not about or they're saying it's not about walking to the right it's about just walking away from the democrat party so they might be you know bernie bros for all we know but a lot of it, from what I've seen, is people that have been pushed more conservative from the craziness of the left. Well, but the problem is the message is getting out, and they see when people have a chance to hear it, and they realize these guys, these people aren't Nazis. They're not misogynists. They're not sexist. They're not racists. Um, they might have a different view, but you know they're not. They don't. They don't hate me. They don't hate the country. They want the best for everybody. Um, they can't have that. So what they're doing now is they're the these social very liberal platforms like facebook um twitter is another one um but the those guys are are doing the um censoring but even more uh, nefarious is the the means of um finance so there's paypal and patreon are two big ways for these people to get money to get people to subscribe to their channels and subscribe to their um videos and say hey if you like our message you know you can you can set up on your paypal to do monthly payments to our to our cause or to our show um, Patreon is another service that does that. Well, Lauren Southern and Faith Goldie got banned off Patreon because they're, you know, because they're evil racists. Well, they should get banned yeah. off PayPal. Yeah. And so the next thing that happened was, well, they didn't, couldn't get pay, Patreon service anymore. So they transitioned. Now they were getting money from PayPal. Well, PayPal did the same thing. They sent out notices to these people said, you know, we don't like what you're saying. You're, we're shutting you down. You're not, you're, you're not able to get money from your, from your supporters anymore. Yeah, see, they should get shut down because they're evil, nasty, yeah. racist people. So they're 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 getting smart about it. They're like, well, we can't stop them. We can't combat them word for word. We can't put up our ideas and our viewpoints and say ours are better because they aren't, and they know it. They can't compete in the marketplace of ideas. So what they do is they go behind the scenes and they'll shut them down other ways. So it's pretty sickening. See, next they should just go to their houses and like, you know, stand there and. Say terrible things to them. No, oh, that would never happen. Yeah, it never happened. Never happened. Yeah, I. It's funny. I, I told you this. I had a friend who posted something on Facebook about. Um, he posts a lot of this stuff that he just he hears, 
and doesn't check to see if it's true. He doesn't snopes it or anything. And um, he, uh, I'm I'm aware I'm using a noun as a verb, but he um, he puts his stuff out there, and it was something about you know Trump's planes going and picking people up, and after Desert Storm and all that, and oh yeah, people started getting into this and everything. And this one guy goes, "Well, you know, it it pales in comparison to how much damage he's causing." So this friend of mine goes, "Hey, I'm." I'm not aware. Why don't you give me a list? And the guy goes, yeah, you're not worth my time. And so I responded by saying, I think he doesn't have a list. And I proceeded to give a list of stuff I thought, again, saying, not necessarily a Trump guy, but here are the things he said he'd do that he's doing. You know, you can argue whether or not these are good things, but, you know, he's the economy's going well, stock market's up. You know, yes, there are some other things to be concerned about, debt going up and everything, but I, I listed these things. And to the guy's credit, because he had said, well, you're a waste of time if you if you can't figure that out on yourself. I thought he was going to come back and say something to me. And I was going to go, shh, I'm wasting your time. Mm-hmm. But uh, so this other woman goes in there and says, no, that story's not true. It's sort of fake. It's got some truth to it, but not enough. And uh, she goes, it's fake story, just like a fake president. I said, well, he's, he's not actually a fake president. <laughs> he's He got elected the same way everybody else did. And that's, she goes, that's... She goes. well, by fake, I mean that he doesn't know what he's doing. And I'm like, well, that's not the definition of fake. <laughs> he said, he's, he's, maybe he's a terrible president. Maybe you think he is. Every president at some point has been called a terrible president. I'm sure people thought George Washington was a terrible well, president. Well, that's also another problem with the left is they, they make words lose meaning. Yeah. So, so when they call people rapists, when they're not, when they're not rapists, when somebody um, 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 makes a pass at somebody and they call it sexual assault, that, that demeans people. The, the actual act of sexual assault it makes it it, it it it's not good to call everything sexual assault it's not good to call everybody nazis well aren't aren't rapists and nazis and uh you know racists and all that isn't the definition just people i disagree with if you're on the left yeah oh okay yeah, i've been using be those left. words wrong oh yeah if you're not on the left that's yeah you don't you don't use those words when, unless they actually are true that's like that's that. that the difference like the thing you see in business all the time is everybody talks about, oh, the millennials. And you're like, well, some of the oldest millennials are like 40 years old now. Millennials are, I mean, they're like in their late 30s. Yeah. So millennials has become a term for people I think are lazy. You know, they're doing the same thing with, with these. It's like if you don't agree with somebody, call them a Nazi. Because it generally shuts it down. Now you're getting people on the right who are saying, yeah, prove it. But now, but now you said she's calling uh, Trump a fake president and fake. The, since Trump started this whole fake news thing, now the left is kind of glomming onto the fake thing. So, you know, so everybody's Russian bots. Everybody, mm-hmm. so they, now they're trying to own fake, but they're they're dil, they're diluting it, the, the word to mean nothing anymore, which is what they do with every word. Yeah, you know, and or or they'll change it to mean something else completely. You know. Yeah, no, I agree. I just so in case you haven't figured it out, I'm not a big fan of leftists. <laughs> by, by now, maybe if you've been listening, you might have kind of gleaned that. But uh, I'm just I'm going to state it right out boldly. Well, boldly, I, I will say this. I mean, in all the time I've known you, it's blown my mind to find out that this year you not only identify as a black lesbian woman, but that right. you are you are not. I'm from just the left. I'm also disabled. Do not leave that out. I mean, well, that, you just diminished me. You just uh, performed a microaggression by always, not... Uh, we always knew you were a little slow. Right. Well, yeah. See? And slow was the word I meant to use. Yes. Okay. Well, so. so, yeah, don't don't microaggress me anymore. 
right. I'll just I'll, I'll just macro aggress you. <laughs> yes, yes, I prefer macro aggressions. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid fucker! <laughs> I will macro aggress the shit out of you. I don't like your melanin content. <laughs> What are you trying to say? <laughs> um, all right, we had uh, we had some a listener to the show say they uh, wanted to talk about is a cop mm-hmm. wanted to talk about the police body cam thing, and we've sort of touched on this before, but it's worth going back to, given a couple of the stories that have come out. Wasn't there one in Minneapolis and one in Chicago? But uh, uh, a couple of people being shot, and they're saying no, the the body cams. We want the body cam footage released, and the cops are saying, no, the person had a gun. Um, yeah, the one in Chicago was, uh, the guy's name was Harith Snoop Augustus, and they called him Snoop the Barber. That was his nickname on the street. It's a real upstanding name. It's was like, it because like he's, a, is he an actual barber, or did he like to cut a bitch? <laughs> it's like one of those fun little little nicknames you give on sports teams and all that, because he's an upstanding guy. Gotcha. So, uh, but it, you know, it set off riots. Right, so he got he got shot. Um, immediately before anybody had information of, of what happened, it was just a black man shot by police. Riots. Immediately. Were two of the cops women? Yes, there was. I don't know the shooters. I don't know the. The, the two of the but, initial police yeah, officers yeah, were yeah, women. the ones that actually went hands on on the guy were actually going to try to arrest him, like grab his wrist were women, and he obviously was able to get away from them. Obviously, didn't obviously. you just microaggress yourself? <laughs> As a disabled black lesbian, yes, I just yes. microaggress myself. Um, so they they noticed the police had, or noticed that he was walking around with a uh, t shirt and shorts and they had a bulge in his shirt, and they went to uh, you know to address that. Well, to accost him, to to stop and frisk, which which you know is, a, is an they idea. instigated it. Right, they started this. They had no business, no business um, instigating this. So when they asked him if uh, he had a, <laughs> God. a weapon on him, <laughs> I'm getting into my persona. You're just being a dick now. No, I'm, I'm getting into my I'm getting into my headspace here okay. as, as a as a disabled black lesbian. Uh, so they asked him. Uh, You're you know, a hateful person for his no. ID. He pulled out his ID, and then I think when he pulled out his ID, I think one of the officers noticed the gun. Is I think is what happened. So they had the the body cam video show uh, recording at this time, but I guess when the when they initiate the body cam, it has 30 seconds of no audio. Mm-hmm. So there's no audio to the shooting. So you see them go up to him with the camera on. Um, he pulls out his ID, starts handing it. And then one of the female officers goes up and, and must say, hey, you know, grabs his wrist like you're, you're under arrest or something, right? Don't don't resist or whatever. Well, he slips out of it, kind of like scurries between a car, two cars into the street. But he's, as he's doing it, his shirt lifts up. And you can see plain as day, he's got... Uh, a pretty good sized gun strapped to his hip and a magazine on the other hip. Is so, this Chicago? Yeah, he's locked and loaded. Isn't it illegal to carry in the city of Chicago? Yeah, supposedly he had a permit to own the gun, but you can't. It's almost right. impossible to permit to carry, which he did not obviously have a permit to carry. So he ended up in the street. Well, he pulled the gun. Not only did he have it on him, he actually went, grabbed it, pulled it out, and then got shot in the street. That's the situation. It shows blatantly on the video. I mean, there's no denying it. It's not a. It's not like, well, maybe, maybe, no, you see specifically him pulling the gun out of the holster. Now, there's an eyewitness, though, who says he just had an empty holster. Yeah, of course, that's that tells you exactly how, how you should treat eyewitnesses. Yeah, and there, I don't know, I've always heard that eyewitness testimony is 100% reliable. Mm-hmm. If somebody says it, it happened. 
So, yeah, so hundreds of people came out to protest and many attacked the police. Uh, officers were struck by rocks and bottles as dozens of demonstrators gathered near the crime scene. The Saturday after it happened, four demonstrators were arrested uh, as police cleared the crime scene. Uh, blah, blah, the, the chief, the department's chief spokesman, uh, chief spokesman Fred Weller, um, said three or four officers were injured. Batons were apparently used against some of the protesters. But they were chanting, murderers, no justice, no peace. So, because they believe that, they believe the hype. They believe what's being put out there about the police. I mean, this is what's going on. This is what, and the Democrats are perp- are, are putting this out too. That you can't trust the police if you're black. That, you know, they're going to shoot you. Uh, you're going to be unarmed. So, immediately, the the mob, right off the bat, believes that they're out to get them. And it's, it's, it's people... It's the people in the positions of power, which are in the media and in the political and the street agitators, like the um, the ones that know they know what they're doing. They're they're hyping up these crowds, and so it's 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 disgusting and it's evil what's happening. Yeah, I I would agree because you... you're getting people killed. You're getting people killed on on the police side, and you're getting people killed in the streets. That that like there's even. A situa- there are situations that probably happen where a guy with a gun, instead of going, oh, sh- crap, it's the police, I've got a gun, I shouldn't have a gun, I'm going to get probably jail time for this, put his hands up, lay down, let the cops arrest him, right? But there are going to be situations... Yeah, you mean go, let the man shoot you in the back of the but head? But what they're thinking in there now is they're like, oh, shit, I've got a gun, these cops are going to kill me, I might as well, might as well do my thing, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just dangerous for everybody involved. Yeah, I, I I really get sick and tired of the media sort of whipping this whole stuff up. For me, that body cam footage should be the end of it right there. I it mean, really should. The guy had a gun. But you can't, people, people are still saying that, well, you can't hear the audio. Why did they not record the audio? Because it doesn't do no, that. that's No, that's a lie. That's a straight-up okay. lie. That's that's because you know why? Because in the audio, you can hear him call him, call him this, that, and the other. And, and then you can hear that they shoot him before he even pulls the gun. So they're shooting him before he even pulls out his gun. So he was just trying to defend himself. Okay, you're right. Yeah, I buy that. So, so the tinfoil hattery. So let's kill all the cops now. Yeah, right? the tinfoil hattery is like treated as if it's not, as if it's like rational thought in in um, the, these people in the groups of people that are that are out there protesting. I heard the NRA told them to shoot that guy. Well, yeah, I mean the NRA um, contributes. Um, was it like a hundred million dollars to every police department? I think it's a hundred billion dollars. Yeah, yeah. To every police department in the country yeah. is is owned by the NRA. Yep. And whatever they have left over um, is given to Trump yep. directly. Wasn't there? I I don't have the numbers in front of me, but didn't they break down like you know David Hogg was going after uh, uh, Marco Rubio over that whole Parkland shooting? Yeah. And uh, he said you took like twenty five hundred dollars from from the. I mean, it wasn't some huge yeah, number. It was about the smallest amount. Of, it was like twenty five hundred bucks. Yeah, a, a, an organization can get. Really, you bought a you bought a guy for that much? Yeah. And Dana Lash said, "She goes, I wish. She goes, I wish we could do that. I wish. We, where are all these? How come we can't get the laws we want enacted if we own all these politicians? Explain right. that to me. Right. And yeah, I mean, she had a good point. Well, how much does Planned Parenthood give to Democrats? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But the worst part about that is. Planned Parenthood is money that 
the government gives to that organization. Right. So it's a full. It comes full circle. Whereas, like the NRA, it's all people who volunteer. Yeah, right? this is actually the NRA is not uh, some evil organization, faceless, you know, bureaucracy. It's people. Yeah. That believe in the Second Amendment. That's what that is. Pure and simple. Like we said, Nazis. They just want to. Ki- they just want to kill black people. <sighs> right. Sure. See, you agree with me. Uh, I will admit my. Uh, my opinion on this whole body cam thing has done a 180. Oh, yeah. Because when they first talked about body cams, I was like, I don't want to see those for a couple of reasons. I don't like the whole big brother aspect. Yeah, the, pri- the privacy of the citizens themselves. Yeah, I didn't. You know, if a cop has to come into your house for any reason, like, you know, you say, geez, we had someone try and break in or and they say, hey, let me just check. And, and they do that perfectly innocent and they see something in your house. What that would be, I have no idea. But they see something that, you know, you don't want them to see. It's your... Well, we're breaking laws every day. We don't even know it. So. Well, yeah. <laughs> something, some, some regulation that you probably didn't know about. And next thing you know, you've got eye, a, a 10 different eyes looking at that video going, hmm, what can I find wrong with this? Well, I, I have all sorts of problems with people who say, well, innocent people have nothing to hide. No, everybody's got stuff to hide. I, again, I don't want to keep bringing this back to Trump all the time. But, you know, when people say, well, why doesn't he... Why doesn't he surrender his tax returns? Well, why should he? Yeah. You know, the IRS does PSA saying, don't give your tax information to anybody. But if you run for president, they say, well, you should have to. I get that people want it, but it's not a law. You don't have to do it. You know, and they say, well, all these other presidential candidates have done it. Fine. Cool. If that's something that you think you don't want to vote for someone because they didn't do it, then don't fucking vote for them. Well, I think there was even a lot of the police were, were, um, reticent about having the cameras too. They they, yeah. they weren't too happy about it because they thought their own privacy. Obviously, they weren't going to be able to whatever joke around. They weren't. Gonna, they weren't. Gonna, they have to go to the bathroom. What they, you know, if they forgot to turn off the camera and they're going to the bath, they just were worried about the privacy of themselves, which is is understandable. But I think most cops have come around and go, "This is almost a godsend for us." Well, I just don't like all this stuff being recorded all the time. But you just can't get away from it. I mean, you're on camera. 23 hours a day, probably something. I mean, but yeah, they, they, anyway, I mean, they negotiated things where they don't have the camera on all the time. It's not on in the station. Right. It's, you know, it's to... only on during, um, during calls. So right. I mean that they negotiated things like that, which makes sense. But I've, I've come around 180 degrees on this. I'm like, if the cops want them, they're awesome. You yeah. know, it's, it's saved a lot of cops, a lot of trouble. Well, what's funny is you've got normally in a street situation anyway, like that, um, you're going to have people gather around with their cell phones recording it anyway. You might as well have it straight from the cop's perspective. Yeah, but those people can edit that stuff. I know, but that's what I'm saying. And so, you'll you'll know it's edited. You just won't know what they edited. So you might as well have all of his yeah. perspective from from start to finish, and that's that's a good thing. But the problem right now is people expect it immediately out there. Yeah, you got to let the you have to let the the process. It, there's there's a process. Yes, it shouldn't take too long, but you've got to give it. I mean, at the very least, give it. Three days. I, I think you need to give it six months. I do too. I mean, I'm saying though, at the very least. Give it a few days before you decide to, to, to protest about not seeing what's going on. Mm-hmm. I mean, this whole Justine Diamond or Dermot? Damon. Damon, the one that got shot um, in her in her pajamas um, by that Somalian cop in Minnesota. That that investigation seems to have been going on a long time. I mean, I'm I was, there's no body cam footage of that. I know because nope. he didn't turn his body cam. But I'm, I'm just saying, not getting information. Is frustrating. Not hearing what's going on is frustrating. Not going, well, didn't that happen forever ago? Why are we not getting any new information on that? Because that's how it, that's, the system works pretty slowly. 
on that. Well, camera. and that's good because it's a thorough yeah. system. So people are getting used to. They're getting spoiled by it, like a lot of the stuff there, where the police and and the or the mayor or whatever uh, bureaucrat or, or whatever is putting stuff out there to appease the mob. Is what's happening a lot of times because they see, hey, if we don't get this information out there. Uh, there's going to be riots. There's going to be bullshit going on. So they're they're doing it to appease. They're not doing it because it's the best thing for the investigation or whatever. Because that usually is not the best thing for. Well, either that or they're doing it because it's fairly benign. They're saying this doesn't give anything away yeah. for us to put this out there. So, well, hey, let's lucite break a couple of these things before we get into the next. Uh... All right. So we've got the uh, table topics. This has become a, a reoccurring thing until I run out of cards. So we'll be doing these for quite a while. This is the the lucite brick. Of table topics. Trademark. All right. You can just I'll drop take, that on I'll the table the and knock one. it around. What would you miss most about your home if you moved? Um, the pool? No, I don't have a pool in my house or in my yard. There's a community pool. I'd miss the pool. You know why? Because it tires kids out in the summer when they're home all day. Put the kids in the pool, it's like having a... It's like having a tennis ball to throw for a dog. Tires them out. Hmm. Either that or my neighbors. I have some good neighbors. Yeah, I don't have an answer. I don't think I'd miss anything. Move to a new place, I'd be like, cool, new place. Yeah, you should move to a new place. Yeah. (laughs) No further information from me. (laughs) You don't have a pool? Don't have a pool. If you didn't have to work, how would you spend your time? Uh, I know how you do it. You'd be furiously masturbating. I do that and I have a job. Stop. Okay. Uh, what would I do if I didn't have to work? Uh, I would probably go to the gym every day. Sure you would. <laughs> and, and then I would better myself would, by reading books. You would intend to go to. Yeah. You would I would, re- to I would read. I would read educational books every day and better myself that way. You would not read. I would books. eat really. I would. You know what I do? I'd go on a really good diet and I'd stick to it if I didn't have to work. I can believe that. I can believe you would listen to a lot of audiobooks because you're pretty well read. Well, I was until my eyes started going bad, and then I well, started, that's why I say I went, audiobooks. Then I went to audio. Yeah. yeah, I used to read like a like a nut, and now I'm now it's all audiobooks. Your uh, your home that you don't enjoy living in would be uh, spotless. Yeah, I do enjoy cleaning for some reason, and but you'd also be on the internet buying a bunch. Yeah, but of I would shit. I would be I would probably pack rat. I'd probably buy a bunch of shit. Yeah, I mean, if money wasn't an issue, right? That's what the deal is. If you didn't have to work. Yeah. Yeah. Let's so let's assume not. Like, Not crazy rich money because you know, yeah. I'd be on my yacht every day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I would. Yeah, I would. Honestly, I, I don't know. I don't know what I do. I'd probably try to start a business. Just, just not to make the money, just to have something to do, right? Yeah. So something fun, some like uh, I'd buy acreage and start up a um, airsoft or a paintball field or you know stuff like that would be fun to run, but doesn't really you don't care if you make money. Yeah. You know? Look, work gives people life. Yeah. People's lives meaning. Yeah. That's why I disagree with Sam Harris on his universal basic income stuff. No, I, for me, honestly, I think I'd, I'd intend to do a lot of stuff. I would go to the gym because I was going when I'm working, you know, not as often as I'd like. I'd do that. I'd spend more time. I already do a ton of stuff with my kids. I'd spend more time doing stuff with them. But I'd play a shit ton more PlayStation. I know that. You just work a chunk of PlayStation into your day. Be like, I got four hours PlayStation, four days, four days and a week. It would be four hours. <laughs> my God, it would be four hours. You know what? It'd probably be probably be like 
30 hours a week. Kind well, of you'd thing. have to actually limit yourself. Because I'd be like, I'm not yeah. working, you know? So, yeah, I, I hate to say that, but I would. Let's do one more. Yeah, you know what else would be fun? Be, uh, I mean, to travel. So, to, like, get an RV and just travel if you didn't have to work. That'd be fun. Like, to take all the highways and byways to different states and see all the... Uh... Depends on who you go with, though. Well, you know, it'd be fun. If you just basically what you do, if you had the money for it, is if you like take different friends to different places. You go, I'm paying for you, take your week off and come with me, and we're gonna. I'm paying for gas and lodging or you know. Yeah, that'd be cool. And then, so you're not with the same person all the time. That'd be fun. I just, I'm thinking, I love my kids, but if I was driving cross country with them more than once a year, I think I'd, I'd get out, throw the keys yeah, in the ditch, and yeah, walk I think away. it's different for for a family guy like you than it is for a guy like single guy like me. Yeah. So, but all right, one more, one more. One more good one. If this one's stupid, we're skipping it. Yeah, this is this is a dumb one. How many states have you visited, and which was your favorite? <sighs> I'm not. I don't even care. Uh, Most of them, Colorado. There. Yeah, I don't. I I'd have to think about my favorite state. So, uh, <laughs> if you could spend one week at any hotel, which would you choose? Ooh, one week at any hotel. Some somewhere in Vegas, maybe. No, no, Vegas is way overrated. I've been there. Oh, you know what? The, I've been no, there twenty times. Uh, the the ice hotels, the Scandinavian ice hotel. A week? Oh yeah, a week. Well, you, they're pretty fucking cool. Yeah, a week. The Swedish ladies. A week. Oh, they're all bundled up. Yeah, yeah you're right. A week would be. Yeah, they'd be too long for that. Oh, those ones that are like built in the like tree houses, like like the like a city in the trees. A week. Yeah. Uh, you keep saying that. I mean, you're right. <laughs> I think on day four, you'd be like, oh, fuck, I got to get out of here. Well, like, what about like a Trump Trump Tower kind of thing where it's just like super luxurious? That's not, though. I mean, oh. I've been to I've been to one of those in Atlantic City. It's not. All right. Well, I'm talking about like one that's actually like a ritzy. You know what would be cool is something like uh, something like Monaco. Or Dubai. They have like crazy, I guess for rich people, though, they have like the craziest. A week? Yeah. <laughs> no, I think it's somewhere that's got, I don't know specifically, but somewhere where you can walk around and Hong see. Hong Kong has some crazy, crazy hotels, I guess, or. I have not, I had a chance to go to Hong Kong. I didn't go. Um, but, uh, cause it's two of my favorite things, really hot, really crowded. Hmm. My wife says continually, I'm glad you weren't on that trip, but, uh, it's got like cool night markets and all that stuff, but it'd have to be somewhere like, a. Somewhere in like London or or a Monaco or some city that's where you're got doing like, something other than staying at the hotel. But it's got like cool stuff to see, right? Like, yeah. Honestly, I could I could stay at a hotel in Washington D.C. and go to the Smithsonian for a week. Yeah, I see what you're saying. So, but what if you were just you had to stay at the hotel or on the hotel grounds and just do it though? That would be harder to, like you said, a week would be tough. Uh, it'd be uh, it'd be at a place in like Kauai. In Hawaii. Yeah. Because it's, Kauai's like the quiet island where we went there once and rented a Jeep, just kind of drove around and stuff. It's really nice. I wouldn't want to go to, well, I could handle going to Maui for like a week or something like that, but the weather there is So what's your ideal beautiful. time at a, at a place? It was like three days? It depends on the place. If it was somewhere like Hawaii, I could go for a week. Shit, I, would I could like, go for a month. I would love to do the, the ice hotel, but yeah, I guess a long weekend, like a three-day thing would be much more, yeah. like two nights. Maybe <laughs> would be better for that. Yeah, exactly. All right. We still got to go to Vegas sometime. Oh, yeah. You've never been, have you? 
No, I've been there more than a few times. Oh, really? Yeah, I've been there five, maybe. Five You've never been for like a guy's thing, though, have you? Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, it was pretty fun. Yeah, that was back should. a long time ago, though, back when, when the old strip was, was a little bit more rocking and where you could do like it's kind of It's kind of back now. You could do stuff for cheaper. Like, you right, still can. Okay, because there were certain places you can go and get like really good deals, and it was a lot of fun. Yeah, you still can. All Vegas right. is pretty cheap. Went there with a with a with a date or with a girlfriend, and it was no fun because we ended up trying to do all the the Touristy big marquee stuff. stuff, and it was super expensive, and it wasn't as fun just because the the thrill of kind of like the seediness of it was was missing. Yeah. Um. What's the? I'm it's the Hangover not, movie. No, I'm gonna no. say Duval Street, but that's Key West. Um, Key West is somewhere I could go for a week. Um, what's the? Well, I, I, had, I had fun in Florida. I had fun, fun in Florida Keys. That was on, where you rent the the mopeds and you drive up and down Fremont Street. Oh. Yeah, no, that'd be full. That'd be cool. Yeah. All right. So you want to talk about cartoons? <laughs> yeah, superheroes and and, uh, and whatnot. Uh, geekery. Uh, there's just all these new well there's been a lot of like a glut of obviously the superhero movies are a big thing now because the uh, special effects have basically got to the point where they can make superhero movies that aren't cheesy that started with Iron Man back how when, how many years ago was that no? first Iron Man kind of like 10 yeah so uh, but then there's been a glut of TV shows like Netflix had Daredevil which I thought was great um, let's start out with Jessica Jones, which I don't think you watched or you didn't have. No, any I refused to watch Jessica Jones. Yeah, well, it started with Jessica Jones on Netflix was the TV. Well, I shouldn't say that. I think the I think Agents of Shield. Well, there was there was like the WB stuff too. There was Smallville before that. Smallville and which was which like was a decent like a soap opera style. Arrow and the Flash. Yeah, so and all Arrow, stuff. Flash, which are cheesy, you know, but they can be they could be fun. They they've run their course basically is what I'm saying in most of these shows. Um, so, but they're coming out with a whole new, like, glut of new, the next generation of, of superhero shows. And they look really like they're just, they're coming to the end of the superhero genre on TV, I believe. Well, the contracts for all the big guys are up. Yeah. But I'm, I'm just even on TV. It's just getting to the point where, uh, uh, Jessica Jones, I thought was decent because the bad guy was really, really good. It was David Tennant played the bad guy, the purple man, Kilgrave. He was really good. Um, the second season of Jessica Jones just suffered because it didn't have a. She's not a strong enough character to carry the show on her own, and they didn't have a good bad guy. Well, I just didn't, I didn't buy the actress as that character. I didn't. I didn't mind her. Isn't she like super strong and stuff? Yeah, but that's the thing about superpowers. It doesn't matter how you look. I know. That's but what I like it, about. It just super... makes it more believable to me. Yeah, that's kind of what I like about superhero stuff. Is you don't have. Yes, to... well, you're wrong. So, anywho, they came out with Luke Cage, which was uh, the black superhero that uh, had. Impenetra- impenetrable skin, and he was pretty strong. And the first season was, eh, it was all right. It was you know nothing to write home about. It wasn't terrible, but it was good, you know, cheesy fun. I fast forward the second, fast forwarded through the second season in about an hour. And that's like I think twelve episodes. It took oh, me. Okay. It took me an hour to get through all twelve episodes. I shouldn't say that, but it was pretty fast. I fast forward through almost every episode because it was so boring, so bad. Um, Wasn't Iron Fist really stupid Iron too? Iron Fist was terrible. Yeah. Well, that character's stupid anyway. Yeah. So, um, but now they're coming out with the new, younger, hipper ones. Uh, they've got the Cloak and Dagger coming out, and they made it look like another kind of like angsty teen soap opera kind of thing. So hard pass for me, obviously. That's not my. That's not the demographic. They're, I'm not in their demo. 
Um, but I don't think their demo is in their demo. I, I just don't people are going to be into that. Um, but the new one, uh, DC has been sucking balls lately. So their DC movies have been terrible. Did you just microaggress them? Yes. Okay. So uh, after after Batman was basically the only, Mark Nolan's Batman was basically the only successful DC stuff. Everything else has kind of blown it. So is that the Christian Bale stuff? Yeah. Um, which I'm no fan of, but uh, I know I'm in a minority on that. So I'm Batman. <laughs> His voice is annoying in there. Well, and he's got his lollipop head. I hate that. He's got that little skinny neck, and he's got the way they cut his mask. They didn't. They didn't make sharp cuts by the cheekbones, like like a Batman mask usually has that kind of like pointed nose and sharp cuts down the jaw, which kind of gets an aggressive look. They they rounded the whole thing. He's like this big round lollipop head just bobbling around. Okay, so for those for those of you who don't know, if you ever have a chance to go to a movie with Crow, don't. Because you'll come out of a movie and be like, I thought that movie... He's like, well, the costuming was off and the uh, fight scenes weren't believable. And uh, Well, if the movie's good, hey, I'll, I'll call it good. If it's, if it's got problems, it's got problems. And I'll let it know. I'll let it know. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so the DC, let's go back to it. DC is coming out with um, new shows. Um, and they've got their own streaming service coming out, DC, that they're trying to get people on board with. And the first show that they're going to put out is Titans. So it's based on Teen Titans, which was a Marvel or DC comic book. Um, the, the kids show Teen Titans is cool. Yeah, the there's, two, there's two versions of the cartoon. So there was the original cartoon that was more like anime inspired, that was more a, a, a teenager yeah. kind of oriented. And then they came out, they rebooted it into like a kind of a silly cartoony look, but like goofy humor. But it's funny. Yeah, it's like all fart jokes and stuff like yeah, that. It's, it's funny. It's it's funny. It's it's not it's it's not it's it's where you can watch it and you can chuckle too as an adult. You know? Yeah, it's fun watching it with like my youngest because he just laughs like crazy yeah. through it. So uh, there's there's Robin. Robin is the uh, Batman sidekick. Robin and is the only the only one who's not a mutant. Yeah, it doesn't have superpowers. Um, he's like the unofficial lead of the Teen Titans, and their cyborg was on it originally. Um, but they've transitioned to have cyborg now with the Justice League in the movies, and on this new um, Titans, they're calling it for DC streaming. They're not going to have Cyborg because it would cost too much, I think, to have a guy like that. So they've got um, uh, Starfire, which is an alien, uh, this beautiful alien with this like long red hair and kind of orange skin that ha- that can fly and shoot like laser beams. Who knows what the hell her powers are? And uh, she's like incredibly naive. Yeah, yeah. And then there's um, there's uh, Beast Boy, which is this kind of green guy that can tr- transform into different animals. And then there's the the last one is... And isn't uh, Beast Boy, like, openly gay, too? Uh, no, no. I mean, he wasn't supposed to be. I thought he was in the... In the comics? In the comics, yeah. Not not that I knew of, but I'm not a super big DC fan. It's possible. I'm getting... I might be getting him confused then, because I, I thought I remember him. Well, they made, they made Iceman gay for no good reason. Yeah, maybe. But any, anyway... Hey, uh, he was born that way. And then... So then there's one other girl who's... I can't remember what the hell her name is, to be honest with you. What's the... Raven. Raven. So she's got like, these dark magic powers, basically. Yeah, so her dad's like a demon or something. That was the team. So now they've got this new, gritty, young, fresh um, show called Titans. And the uh, official trailer just came out. And I was like, all kinds of nope when I was watching this. And uh, I'm going to play the... There's an... Now like, that we've bored the shit out of everybody over 12? Who, who doesn't, yeah. Who doesn't? I, I think almost everybody is kind of into the superhero stuff now. I mean, yeah, a but little bit. Not, not Titans. All right, so I'm going to play this uh, this um, trailer 
I'm aware sure. that I'm very negative today, by the way. Everything's stupid and... You hear that all right? Yeah. Too loud? No, I can hear it. Hello? This is Raven showing up at Dick Grayson talking to her. Everything led me here. To you. You're the boy from the circus. You got no place. So, yeah, Dick Grayson's parents were murdered. And he was a circus performer, so they died. And he, you know, then Batman found him and made, you know, trained him to be Robin. They weren't murdered. They they died trying to save people. No, they were murdered. It was turned. It was, uh, it was a murder. It was Please. Oh, really? Yeah. Can you help me? So Raven goes in this iteration. Raven goes to Robin. He's working at a police station. So he shows up here to fight some guys without Batman. Fuck Batman. You hear that? Yeah. So that's where I, I said, you know what? No. So they showed the fight. Uh, Robin shows up. There's a, a alley with a bunch of thugs in it. He drops down from from above, smashes the top of the car, throws a throwing star or whatever the fuck he throws at somebody. And they're like, oh, shit, where's Batman? Because it's Robin. Batman should be far behind. He's like, fuck Batman. I'm cool enough. And then, and then it shows him brutally killing people, or as far as I can tell, or, or maiming them, because he actually, like, I mean, there's people shooting guns. He, like, takes somebody and, like, breaks their arm, and, like, the gun's still firing at the other guys and presumably shooting at people. And then he walks over someone's head and steps on their face, and, and, and it looks like it smashes it. I mean, it's, like, brutal. It's like, really? Are you, are you doing this? What's What are you doing? They're, like, going so far away from what the comics were supposed to be. Yeah, it's not be. exactly Robin. Yeah, and uh, I know he had problems with Batman, and that was supposed to be that. But they're they're trying to make it into something it's not. It's not going to work because that's not the point of of the superhero genre is to make these super greedy assholes. And you know, it's this whole deconstructing superheroes like the Watchmen was an example of that, where the, it was specifically specifically made to deconstruct superheroes and kind of like make them more human and make them go well if if there were such, superheroes are such a ridiculous idea i think alan moore was the writer of watchmen and he his he hated superhero stories and books he wrote comics but he didn't do superhero stories he hated them and he thought they were stupid and ridiculous and so he wrote the watchmen as a deconstruction of superhero saying this is why it would never work and it's stupid and he basically made they were all human they all had flaws and they basically cannibalized each other you know not literally but they destroyed each other and, and except for cannibal man he yeah, did yeah and it was it was a it was a really downer i mean it wasn't happy there was no happy ending to it there was some cool scenes obviously and there's some cool characters but it was it was not the it was not what superhero comics are supposed to be it was it was it was meant to be the opposite of what that is and now they're taking the cue from that to make this titans so who are they marketing this to? Are they marketing it to, marketing it to young 20-somethings? Are they marketing it to teenagers? Are they marketing it to 40-year-olds? What is the market for this? I don't know. I can't. I can't imagine what it would be. Yeah. I think it's going to fail. I think they're at, I think superhero genre on television is coming to an end. I think they've played it out. They're just done what they can do with it at this point. And they're reaching. They're trying to. They're going, well, we can't make just straight-up superhero sh- movie or shows anymore with, with this. With the standard tropes that go with that you know the good guys win you know and and, uh, and truth and justice and, and teaching kind of a moral value thing with, with like Spider-Man like uh, with great uh, power, power comes, comes great, great responsibility, responsibility. I mean, it's a huge theme in a lot of the superhero 
stories and what they're doing is they're going well we can't have just a straight up superhero it's played out so we're going to do we're going to we're going to we're going to turn them into other genres but we're going to call them so i mean winter soldier is a good example of them doing that with the the captain america movie the second one so the idea of that was to take a superhero movie but kind of shoehorn it into a um like a political thriller and it worked it was actually really that was actually my favorite of of the marvel movies and so that, and then they started doing that with um, Guardians of the Galaxy. They turned that into a different kind of a genre, like a, it wasn't a buggy film, but it was a, I can't remember what the, what the term they, they had a term for it where they were like kind of shoot. A bromance. <laughs> no. What was that? I can't remember. But anyways, maybe it was something to do with nostalgia. Or, I don't know. But that's kind of the you know, whole new thing now where now there's another trailer for another mutant coming out. Um, I can't remember what the mutants are. It's another X something X Factor X Force book, but the trailer makes it look straight up like a horror movie set in an asylum. Hmm. So all the superheroes or superpowers, I should say, are people in some sort of an asylum setting, and they're locked up there, and their powers are manifesting. But they straight up made it look like a horror horror movie. So they're like changing these superhero shows into something else. And I think that shows right there. We're at the end of it. It's not going to go on much longer. <laughs> it kind of makes you wonder what the next thing is going to be. Yeah, that's what, that's what I don't get. It's like, well, you know, zombies were the big thing for the last, what, 10 years? Just came out of the blue. You know, zombies everywhere. Uh, yeah. Before that, it was vampires. Vampires were a big thing. You know, we had the Twilight stuff. We had the, we had before the Twilight, we had the Lestat. What was that? Uh, Anne Rice. Vampires. Yeah, that was way back in the 80s. Though. But I'm saying vampires and Blade was a superhero. Well, it was a superhero, but it was a vampire superhero thing uh, mashup. But so vampires, um, zombies, superheroes. What's the yeah? What is the uh, dinosaurs are not making a comeback. That's not going to happen. I, don't think I mean, so. we got the Jurassic stuff, but that it, the last one I guess is not. People aren't really enthusiastic I've heard about it's it. Pretty bad. Um, so that's not the next thing. So yeah, what is the next thing going to be? Who knows? But. Yeah, I just got mad. It's going to be about uh, super-powered keyboard warriors from... You know, uh, I just realized what Valley. made me mad about this this Titans um, trailer. When he, when he goes, fuck Batman. Um, when I grew up, uh, a lot of my like understanding of not, of morality or of, of you know what it is to be a good guy came from reading comic books. I mean, obviously, my being raised, you know, the church you go to and your family is one thing, but also... I was influenced by comics. I wanted to be the superhero. I wanted to be the good guy. I didn't want to be the bad guy. I wanted to, you know, do good things and help people and, you know, and all that kind of shit. And I was influenced by that. So, so to see this and see if there's going to be kids that are whatever my age was, eight, nine, seven, eight, nine, ten years old when I was reading that stuff, and to have kids seven, eight, nine, ten years old seeing this, what are they getting out of it? Well, and that's a buddy and I years ago had this discussion about Superman. It's like, can you imagine if Superman really existed and he was arrested for something he did and they put him on trial and they said they found him guilty and uh, they have to put him in prison for 15 years, right? They're like, well, there's no prison that would hold him. Yeah, like, there is. Superman would do it. Yeah. He'd be like, all right. He'd sit there for 15 years because that's the law. Yeah. I mean, Superman's prison is Superman. Yeah. And I mean that's that's like the well that's the good guy. Truth, justice, and the American way. He was raised by Midwestern parents with Midwestern values in flyover country. Yeah. 
So that's on a farm in a town that was probably almost all white people. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. People say, well, you know, that's that's a lie. That Midwestern values and that it's all part of the white power structure, uh, paid drive, all kind of bullshit. That drive through the fucking Midwest. Yeah. People are nice there. Yeah. So, anyway, on that note. We're going to call it? Yeah. Now right. that I'm like all pissed off and stuff. <laughs> well, if you I was in a good mood and then I get around you and I just get sour. Well, I know we have some listeners that are very much into the uh, into the superhero stuff. So if you want to, um, if there's something we missed or something that we're completely off board on that you, that you don't agree don't agree with or or want us to cover, uh, contact me, Crow, at Crow at com or Rooster at com. The only caveat I'll add to that is there are no shots at Captain America. Captain America's cool. Nobody messes with Cap. Oh, well, I mean, we can do whole fan fiction with Cap and Bucky and their the love story between the two of them. We can talk about that. I don't care. That's their business. I'm just saying. <laughs> Cap's a good guy, damn it. All right, we're done here. All right, see ya. See ya, bye. Bye.